Okay. So my understanding is that Maury, not spelled like Maury, but like Maury. I don't know what that means. You do. Not like, like with TV. A U? It's not M A U R Y, Maury. It's uh, M O R R I E. Okay. So Maury is the neighbor. Mm-hmm. I assume he is played by Robert De Niro. Okay. And it is about, the book is about a guy. He needs advice. He and Maury are on the same schedule. Or what? or what no wait wait or our protagonist who i imagine is just hapless in a man for some reason um our protagonist is on like a weird schedule he works wednesday through monday you know what day he has off tuesdays yes and so you know who he spends them with maury, maury. so like maury is lonely because he's old you're fairly accurate here. And so he goes over to keep Maury company. But yep. falling in love was never part of the plan. You know, actually, yeah, I mean, you're pretty close on this. Minus it is not fiction. It's uh, fiction. It's not it's fiction. It's a book. Well, right. It's a nonfiction book. Uh, it's a book about people coming to terms with like growing old and oh, stuff like, like the that. Oh, like the people you meet in heaven books? Yeah, similar to that. Got it. Um but this is uh a uh, sports writer. Sports. Hold on. Sports writer uh going and doing interviews with sports with his old sociology professor oh, so from Brandeis. So it's the last lecture. It's similar to the last lecture. Oh, last... no. Maury's got cancer? Uh, yeah, he has ALS. Oh. Yeah. And so, but he's a great sociology professor, well-loved. He gave people A's so they wouldn't go into the Vietnam War. Um, you said Vietnam really weird. The Vietnam War. That's how you're supposed to say it. You say the Vietnam War. I don't think you do. Why are you saying this like you're an e-reader? He doesn't go to the war. He goes to Maury's house. He goes to Maury's house, but this is in 1994, 1995. That's when I was born. Yeah. And when the O.J. Simpson trial was going on. Yes, I remember. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, And uh, basically, he's going to Maury because there's also, you might know this, a journalist strike. Uh, writer's strike going mm. on at, during that time. So he's not able to go to sporting events and do articles on them. And he doesn't so, have any friends. And he doesn't have any friends because he's been too committed to his career. Mm-hmm. And so he decides, hey, my old professor, who was so nice and kind, uh, was just on Ted Koppel in 60 Minutes or whatever it was. And I'm going to go. And do interviews with him because I said when I left college that I would keep in touch, but I never did. So now that he's got ALS, I should I should check in. And then they, you know, like any good, you know, creative, he decides I'm going to make a podcast out of it. But there weren't podcasts back then. So he just records it and then turns it into a book. I miss the olden days when there weren't podcasts. So if you had a bunch of stuff to say, you had to write a book. You had to write a book. and Those were the good old days. Those were the good old days because the thing is, you can do a podcast and you get so much fluff in that podcast. But if you were going to do it and condense it into a book, you'd have to synthesize it. And this is a very well synthesized book with a lot of really good insight in in loss, coming to terms with the, the nature of your life, coming to terms with the concept of death. Coming to terms with becoming friends with Ted Koppel. You know, all the important things that you have to deal with in your life. So, okay, the important question then is, do you want to take the tweet 
reboot Tuesdays with Maury as a podcast, or should I take that? I don't think I, feel like I want it. You read the book, so you earned it. Yeah. I just quipped. You Wait. did, but I also think that it is insensitive. But we'll why? Find, Wait, tell us what why? you think in the comments How below. How does he die? Why is it insensitive? He has ALS. He dies of ALS. You can still reboot it as a podcast, just not with that Maury. Oh, yeah. I I'm guess sure you could, there's there many are, Maury's. There are other smart Maury's. It's right. rude for you to think. You're saying that this is the only good Maury we've ever had. Right. You could have a different Maury every yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Because there's so many Maury's. Tuesdays okay. with Maury's. Maurice. Hey, how's Maurice Licorice doing? Anyways, we love you, Maurice. We, we love you, Maurice. We hope you're listening okay, to this. Okay, so my question now. What does he learn? Um, well, a lot of things. So he gets, you know, the, the general things of, you know, uh, it's the most important thing in life is to love other people and to and learn And be how loved to, in return? And love, like in Moulin Rouge. Like in Moulin Rouge. Um, and uh, to... Uh, learn how to detach from the things in society that give you anxiety and to, uh, if somebody, it, this is a book that's very often shared with people, especially men, mm-hmm. um, who are dealing with loss and they don't know how to deal with it. Well, it's a very masculine loss book where, uh, it basically ha- tells men, Hey, have emotions. When you're in, when you're ha- when you know somebody and they're they're hurting or anything like that, let it out. Say you got an emotion. So I I consider this to be, um, along with like the however many people you meet in heaven and like, um, other why other why bad things happen to good people. Well, I consider it to be of a certain genre of books that are self help books for people who won't admit they need self help books. Yes. Which which is to say, it's couched in a narrative. Right. But it's not. It's just advice. It's, it's just Pinterest quotes. It's just the seven habits of highly effective teens. It is. And th- but, it got very, very popular um, in the 90s. It was huge. It was this, a huge book. It's the kind of book that... This kind of book is why Jonathan Franzen is such a snob. No, Jonathan Franzen is such a snob because he's Jonathan Franzen. There's, right, It's but, indicative to his n- very nature that he is a snob. Well, okay, I'll say... I'll say this. It's this kind of book is where Jonathan Franzen directs his ire. Yeah, okay, I can okay, yeah, I can understand that, but like it also there's probably a tinge of like jealousy with that because this book has made a lot of money. And it's made a lot of money for research, I assume, because one of the people that wrote it again has passed away, and I assume their portion of the money went to charity. I do not did, know that. Did though. he did he die before the book was done? Uh, yeah. So like, they, is they, his they death part the, of the narrative? It is part of the mm, narrative because they like do it. the they do the interviews, and then it you know it's ALS, so it's a very progressive disease. Right. And then he chooses not to do an experimental drug that will slow it, oh. and so he's like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna die, um, and so then eventually he does pass away. And uh, then, you know, it's the kind of like a wrap-up summation. And the audiobook version is kind of cool. Who reads it? Robert De Niro, star of Tuesdays at Maury's? No, I believe it is. What? Why are you laughing at me? Hey, yeah, it can be adapted. Anyway, uh, so I believe it is the original author, uh, or it might be somebody else. But then at the end, they play clips from the interview. 
that's nice. So yeah. it is a podcast. It is. Effectively, it turns into a podcast. Like, they they have the original audio. They could release it as a podcast. And there were only 14 days that they met. What? Because it was 14 weeks. Okay. So you're telling me... You're telling me we have quantifiable Tuesdays? We have quantifiable This isn't Tuesdays. a long-standing tradition. This is a matter of mere months. Mere months? Mere months that these men bonded. And Three and a half months. Formed connections that would impact men for generations. Readers for generations. Readers for generations. How yeah. incredible. Yeah. What is the... What is something I have done for 14 Tuesdays in my life? 14 Tuesdays. Well, you did do that one really cool show that was on Tuesdays. What show? On Tuesdays? Yeah, you did a show on Tuesdays? I don't remember that. Do you remember when you hosted a show, ran a show on Tuesday nights? No. When? What show? When was Lady Killers? Mondays. Mondays. Mondays, Tuesdays. I don't know. Yeah, I wondered where you were going with I that. I don't know what days are. Um, Monday, Tuesdays and Mondays, they're the same day. I don't. I know at least one cat who would argue with you. Well, you know, that cat. Wanna know why? He's so upset about Mondays. It's because it's when John goes to work. <laughs> it's right. when John goes to work. No, it's when John goes to see Maury. No, that's that's John's day with Maury. <laughs> Everyone, if you had to pick which day you get to spend with Maury. I, you know, I think uh, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays seem pretty packed. Um, so I'm going to say Thursdays. Thursdays is a fun day. Thursdays are Thursday's probably my favorite day like my, of the week. I really do like Thursdays. If Thursday was a number, it would be five. And if it was a color, it would be purple. I can I agree with the purple. Uh, I don't know about the number thing because, like, I am kind of analytical in that respect. So it's hard for me to say what number it would be. Um, but it definitely, uh, like, if I associated colors with days, yeah, it would definitely be purple. Yeah. And then Tuesday is naturally green. Yeah, I can see it's green. Wednesday's orange. If I were, if I had a Mori, I would see him on the weekends. I'm not missing work. Oh, yeah. Like, is Maury paying my bills? No? Well, Well, this book is. It's an investment into the future. Man. Because imagine, you guys, you have... Because I'm writing the sequel, and I stylize it as two days with Maury's. Like, the Fast and the Furious. Two days Like, two Fast, two Furious. Right. Well, you know, however you want to stylize it, I think people appreciate it. What the world needs at this point in history is a Tuesdays with Maury sequel. Or spinoff. It could be a spin-off. Is there a minor character? Like, say, like... I mean, there's, like, his care nurses. Well, yeah, like, maybe one of them, or, like, the mailman, or, like, you know, the... Maybe, like, every time the guy goes to Maury's house, he, like, picks up a cupcake or, like... Well, that's friends. actually an interesting aspect. What the guy, the main writer, uh, what he does, um, also because he doesn't, like, ask Maury, like, hey, you have a extremely serious disease, uh, what can you eat? Uh, he goes to the like Whole Foods or whatever it is, right, and fancy I don't know what. Store. Yeah, fancy grocery store, and picks up just a ton of like the prepared, uh, prepped foods, mm-hmm. and brings it over the first like two times he visits, and then the the caretakers are like, "Hey, man, stop that! Stop doing that!" Because <laughs> like he can't eat it, and Aww. he doesn't want to tell you that. Oh, and he feels bad about that. Please stop doing it. So, this whole fridge is full. Oh, so so then we get a spinoff with one of the caretakers. And right. she's like, hey, I spent 
all the rest of the days with Maury. Right. Here's my story. Well, let's go back to 1996 and let's make that book. I will be two. It will be hard because I will will have just learned to read. Well, I don't think that the time travel that we're discussing here would indicate that we would go back to our prior bodies because I think that would be very, very difficult to do. I think that ultimately we would be back if we were to travel uh, in our own bodies now just in that time period. Okay, so like it might we could be destabilized, go, but it's fine. We could go visit me as a baby and watch Toy Story with her. Um sure. Cool. Do you think do you think Maury saw Toy Story before he died? I do not think Maury saw Toy Story. I think that Maury uh well that's the thing. I don't know that Maury watched a lot of television. One of the one of the things from the book. Sorry for spoilers, everybody. Um, but they're talking about the O.J. Simpson trial. And they use right, that right. as a yeah. Framing you brought that device. up earlier, and I wondered when it was going to so, come back around. Yeah, don't worry. I'm. I know what I'm doing here. Uh, I think. Uh, probably. I love you. Anyway. I love you. Um, so, uh, they're watching the O.J. Simpson trial, and on one of the Tuesdays, they get the O.J. Simpson verdict, and that just happens to be the day that the writer's wife comes to visit Maury as well. Interesting. And so, and they fall in love. Well, everybody falls in love with Maury. That's the thing about Maury because he is so compassionate and empathetic that everybody effectively falls in love with him. Okay. And while they're freaking out about the O.J. Simpson verdict, Maury is in the bathroom struggling to go to the bathroom. Mm without a care in the world about O.J. Simpson because he's like, yeah, there are more important things in my life I have to deal with Um, and, you know, things I've chosen to deal with. And that's something that's taking your attention away from, like, spending time with your wife who's right with you or with this person that has given you so much advice and love throughout your life. Yeah, struggling to go to the bathroom and ignoring O.J. Simpson's existence, this guy is real relatable. Yeah, I totally... It's like, hey, I get it. Yeah, I like that. I like this Maury character. Well, I, normally I would like be like, I hope he's doing good. I hope the main guy who wrote the book is doing good. I mean, he might be a very famous writer at this point. I don't know. Do you think he's written... like? Certainly he must have been like, well, boys... This is him talking to his R&D department. Indeed. Well, boys... Publishers is what I believe they're called. Well, boys... Tuesdays was a big old hit. Uh, let's anybody got like an elderly neighbor that I can that I can hang or out maybe, with, or maybe like uh, Fridays with LeBron or something like that because he's a sports guy. I don't know. That would be cool. You know, maybe like uh, Saturdays with Shaq. That would be cool. I would love to spend a Saturday with Shaq. <laughs> what? That oh, sounds like a great time. I if I were if I were the size that Shaq is, mm-hmm. if I were built like Shaq, and I had Shaq's money. Right. I would get surgery. Okay. To become a, a marsupial. Mm, and then I would charge I'm not money. I would anymore. charge money for people to ride in my pouch. Well, what about backpacks? No. A human flesh backpack? That's disgusting. Well, not a human flesh backpack, but you can strap people to your backs with, like, if you know, just basic fabric and. I've done it. I've attached yeah, people to my back. Yeah, you could do that with me anytime. Yeah. You know what you can't do? Mm. Build a pouch. Right. Out of you, your skin. I don't For want me. to. For me. 
I don't want to do that. That's why I gotta call Shaq. We do gotta call Shaq. Well, he has bad knees now. I don't think we should be having him pick up people. Oh, that's true. So, when we time travel. Right. After we go hang out with Maury. Indeed. We're gonna go find Shaq. Yeah. Oh, that's prime Shaq time. Pri- hey, every time is prime Shaq time. That's right, but that's really prime Shaq that time. That is prime that's, Shaq time. That's before, oh man, that's before like everything really came together for Shaq. I'm glad everything that's came right together That's around the time of Shazam and Steel, I believe. I hope and, nothing oh, bad ever happens to Shaq. Yeah, me too. 